Did you have a toxic person that struggled to admit that it was his fault? Maybe you were with a narcissist or someone who you realize had narcissistic traits, but it never seemed like he could actually take accountability. Did that happen to you? A lot of times we see this when we talk about narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder, is someone who is not willing to be accountable or responsible for their own actions. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I now break people free from narcissistic abuse by helping them rewire their mindset, being able to break free from a toxic person through their mind, through their heart, through their emotions, so they can ultimately be free and be the person that they're called to be. If you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to rawmotivations.com. would love to be able to help you out there. When we talk through this aspect of narcissists that don't want to ever admit it's their fault, it's really personal to me because this is how I always showed up. It was never my fault. It was always someone else's fault. I always had to find blame in someone else. And I could never take that accountability, that responsibility that it might even be me. In our relationship, there were multiple, multiple years of being together with my wife where I would never even admit and I would never even say the words, it's my fault. Those words themselves felt like they were impossible to actually pass my lips. It didn't seem like they could even happen. Like it almost felt like I got like lockjaw, like I couldn't actually talk whenever it came down to the fact that I needed to admit that it was my fault. Now, the thing is, I knew it was. I knew it was my fault. It wasn't like I didn't have this idea of like, oh, this isn't my fault. I knew in my head that it was my fault, but I didn't want to admit it. Because if I admitted it, there'd be different things that would happen inside me. And I'll get that to a second. But I would say different things. I would avoid the conversation. I would kind of push it away. I would do all different stuff to try to make sure that I actually didn't have to say, it's my fault. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There'd be times that I'd get backed into a corner where there's no other way to be able to turn. There's nothing else I can actually say or do. The only thing that's left is to actually admit that it's my fault. It might be I might have been less wrong or oh, I did this because of you, but never actually admitting that it was my fault. And this would sometimes frustrate my wife to like no end because she's like, why can't you just admit it? Why can't you just see it? Even today, there's times where it's a struggle. It's easier now, but there's still that feeling inside of like, I don't want to admit that it's my fault. But now that ownership and accountability has to be something that I regularly engage with if I want to continue to grow, change, heal, and develop. So when we talk through this aspect of a narcissist not wanting to admit fault or not wanting to admit that they're wrong, what it does is it's going to start to activate something inside the narcissist that a lot of people don't realize. Part of that is guilt and part of that is shame. Now, guilt is typically the doorway that leads to shame. It's typically the thing that opens up and says, hey, if you did something bad, it probably means that you are a bad person. So therefore, you are bad. Okay, it's kind of like this illogical, logical thing. That the narcissist mind goes down thinking, okay, I did something bad. Therefore, I am bad. Therefore, that goes against the image that I put in my mind and the image that I projected to other people. 
Now, this image might be looking like a wonderful husband or looking like a great leader or looking like a great business owner, whatever it might be. There's all this like image piece of like, wow, he's really amazing. He's really good. He treats his family really nice when that's the complete opposite at home. But it's just this image, this false persona that's put out there. A lot of times I'll refer to it as the mask, as something that is hiding what's truly underneath. And this is where there's like a little bit of a dichotomy back and forth that gets confusing for people is they're like, if a narcissist has so much shame, then why do they act like so amazing? Why do they act like they've got it all together? And it's just part of the facade. It's just part of the thing of like, I have to act this way in order to not acknowledge and engage with the shame that's actually inside. You see, shame is one of the biggest things that a narcissist is trying to avoid. You have people with borderline personality disorder that they're trying to avoid a lot of abandonment. You've got narcissistic personality disorder that is a close, close to that one in the cluster B categories that's trying to avoid this aspect of shame. I normally say they're tied together a little bit through the avenue of rejection because rejection sometimes can trigger like, oh, I'm not good enough or can trigger, well, I guess I'm not as good as what I thought I was, or I guess my image doesn't even matter as much as what I thought it did. All of these pieces triggering different aspects and different levels of shame. But when a narcissist gets to a place where he's backed into a corner and he has to admit that he's wrong and he has to admit that he's actually at fault, this is where the narcissist pushes back really, really hard, tries to deny it it's completely like, I didn't do that. That didn't even exist. And it's trying to gaslight you into believing an alternate sense of reality. Because if he can convince you that what happened wasn't real, it means he can get away with anything. You know, as soon as you start to doubt your own perception, your own belief of the situation, he's like, ah, gotcha. Now I can start doing this more often and get away with the things I want to get away with. Also with this aspect of when you back him into a corner and he's not willing to take fault, typically he'll start projecting it back onto you. You're like, well, you just lied to me. And he's like, well, you lied to me because last night you got home at a different time you said you were going to, and you were texting someone when you said you were asleep and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden you start defending yourselves on so many lies that are thrown back at you. And it doesn't really give you the time and the space and the capacity to actually look at the relationship and be like, wait a second, this is actually a problem. There's actually issues going on here that we need to address first. Instead, there's so much time taken to be like, no, I didn't do that. See, let me show you my phone. Let me show you the time I got home. Let me show you the ring camera. This is when I walked in the door. There's so much of that that you're having to justify that you don't realize you're spending so much time doing that. He's still manipulating the rest of the conversation. So you have all of these different pieces that will happen when the nurse just gets backed into a corner. You oftentimes have rage of getting extremely aggressive, extremely upset, and then it shows you and it slowly trains you over time, don't bring this up. If you bring this up, here's the end result. If you bring this up, this is what will happen. So a narcissist is trying to train you and make sure that you know it is not their fault, ever, no matter what. That's the whole goal. Let's make sure you know that it's not the narcissist's fault, but instead, it has to be someone else's fault. Now, typically that fault is gonna to fall to you. It's going to be your fault that he cheated on you. It's gonna be your fault that he hit you. It's gonna be your fault that he yelled at the kids. It's gonna be your fault and the list goes on and on and on. Like you'll find the narcissist find unique and manipulative ways to twist around the truth to make sure that it is your fault. 
And so like you don't give enough love and attention and affection and you don't communicate enough and you don't interact enough and you close down, which is why he went out and sought prostitutes. This is why he started an affair with his work partner. All of these different things are reasons and things that the narcissist will bring up being like, see, it's your fault. This then attacks your self-worth, it attacks who you are, and it starts to make you question. Well, maybe it is my fault. Maybe if I could have done something better. Maybe if I would have, maybe if I would, and it runs you down this path where you start to think, maybe if I could have done something better, it wouldn't have been my fault and he would have actually stayed or he would have actually loved me. I hate to break it to you, but that's not the case. Like the easiest way to be able to tell you is there's nothing you could have done that would have changed the end result. And you're like, well, that doesn't seem fair. How can you know that? You don't have a crystal ball. No, but I know narcissism. And I know from over 2,000 people that I've talked to and that I've worked with, understanding how this cycle and how this pattern continues to perpetuate no matter what. I've seen people that have gone to extremes and gone to the far, far angle of like what they even would allow in their life, even past their own boundaries, past the things that they're comfortable with doing for the narcissist. And guess what? It's still not the narcissist's fault. It still ends up being on them. Because the narcissist is always going to move the goalposts. He's always going to be like, hey, hit this hit this mark. And you hit that mark. And he's like, oh, no, let's keep going. Hit this mark. And you're going to keep going. Oh, hit this mark. And I want you to realize for a second that every time the narcissist is moving the goalposts, he's doing it because of you. Now, before you get confused, let me try to explain this a little bit. He's doing it because of you because you're not doing anything wrong. And he's doing it because of you because you are good enough. See, what happens is the narcissist moves the goalpost here and you meet it. You're like, okay, I'll do that. I'll communicate this way. I'll come home at this time. I'll do this, blah, blah, blah. And he realizes in that moment, once that criteria is met, he's still not satisfied because he's not actually willing to be honest with himself. So as a result, he has to raise the bar to make sure that someone else's fault and not his fault then puts him above you like the teacher role or the parent role or the I'm better than you role and makes you actually rise to a different quote unquote standard. Okay. The only reason he's doing this is because you actually are good enough. It's not because he's pushing you to progress or pushing you to be better. If anything, he's putting you in a pit and making you feel worse and making you feel more awful. And so you need to understand that narcissist is always going to continue to rely on this fact that he is not wrong that it is not his fault. Always going to put the blame back on you to project things on you, to deny the reality that anything actually is his fault, his accountability, his responsibility. It's always going to get pushed on to someone else. Did you have this happen in your life? Did you see this consistently where he won't take accountability for his actions? He won't be responsible for the things that he's done and he keeps blaming you for things. If this is where you are today, I want you to reach out. You can do that if you want to talk to me one-on-one. -on -one. You can go to rawmotivations.com. If you're ready just to get clarity about where you are, what's going on, I want to invite you to go to claritychallenge.net. It's a great option for you to start breaking free from the trauma bond, step into your freedom, step into your power, and start actually working through the emotional triggers that he's been putting in your life. The injustice of not being able to take accountability and not actually being able to say, it was my fault. Those are things we can start working through for you to help you in your healing and in your transformational growth. So look forward to talking to you. If we can help out in any way, please reach out.